Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sundays with Eve. It is my pleasure to have the opportunity to interview my fellow moderator, Miss Andrea Baker. Andrea, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for asking. I'm so happy to hear. Well, I want to have the listeners get started with you right away. Can you do me a favor and give us a little tidbit about yourself? You know, where are you from? Do you have any children? What, what is your occupation? You know, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, sure, Nicole. Well, I am first a Christian. I am a mother um, to a, one child. I have one grandchild, which is amazing. I love it. Um, she is so precious to me. Um, I am, I consider myself a Renaissance woman. I am probably the most unique individual that people who cross my path can say about me if asked. Um, I just completed an amazing 27 years, 10 months and 14 days serving a great nation. And yes, I broke it to the day because it was- Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, um, who am I? Um, I'm a humanitarian. I am a friend. Um, I am that one person. If you want it honest and raw, you're going to get it. Um, I'm unapologetic on embracing, you know, who I am um, with the labels because people are quick to label, which is absolutely, why- absolutely. I'm so happy that Dr. Manise has made this platform um, for us because it's something that's needed for definitely professional women. Um, as far as what I'm doing now, I am actively not looking for work. I am embracing retirement. I travel. Yes, as you should. I mean, 27 years, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. So I travel, I do my volunteer work and, um, and help my friends wherever I can. And that's that's me basically wrapped up the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is, this is what you see. and This is who I am. Okay. Well, you know, thank you for sharing all those things. Um, you mentioned that you're a mother, grandmother. Uh, you mentioned that you served in the military for 27 years. Um, with all those things, I, my first question to you is, what Eve journey would you like to share with our listeners? I mean, with all of these things wrapped up into one, you know, what is your Eve journey? My Eve journey that I think is important for the season now is the journey of slander and character assassination. And the reason why I say that is because as we personally, we just recently saw the confirmation for the Honorable Judge Jackson and the challenges of of how she was being questioned compared to others Um, and having dealt with things like that in uniform. Um, You know, the the military is an old boys club, you Mm. know, and depending on where you're at and the work that you do, it can be very challenging. And, you know, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been not afraid of work because that's all I knew growing up. And Mm -hmm. it was definitely something where to have people that are in these leadership roles or management roles 
um, have the audacity to say the things they say behind closed door and not being held accountable for it, or we have to kind of take the blows, especially women of color, because we don't want to stir the pot. We don't want to make it bad for the rest, or we're just simply kind of like, you know what? I only have six months left here. I can suck it up and deal with it. Um, Mm -hmm. The journey for me will be those things because I've had people that did not, do not know me to have something negative to the point where it affected people's perception of me when I moved on. So before they knew me, they'd have already had this picture Uh, They've already labeled me as a particular type of female. And you know, if you haven't heard it, some of us, some of the listeners have being either too aggressive or angry or black or just being a female dog. Um, Right. But she's still getting the job done. Um, That is the thing um, that was very painful for me because I never thought after dealing with what I dealt with leaving the South to join the military to be protected and yet I wasn't protected. I did not have a safe haven. So mm-hmm. yes, that would be the, the eve for me. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad to share that. You know what I forgot to say in the beginning um, was introduce myself, Nicole, last night. I should have done that in the beginning. Um, I understand where you're coming from. I too watched the uh, hearings of Judge Brown Jackson, and I was thinking the same thing that you were thinking, you know, um, how we are treated differently um, depending on who's in the room. And um, I kept looking at how people were saying, oh, how wonderful her resume was, right? And the thing that came to my mind was, I bet that she probably had a dream of being on the Supreme Court, but she knew and I'm sure that you did the same in your career that, um, you know, I'm going to have to be 10 times better than my counterparts. She knew that they were going to compare her resume um, with those that came before. And you, if you're listening, that's what they're talking about, right? right? So getting back to your career and, and, and what you mentioned, do you think that shaped your Eve's destiny? And if so, how? It did, because one thing about people who are unhappy in their own lives and don't like themselves, you know, I'd say Mm -hmm. hurt people tend to hurt people. Yes. What covered me, and it was besides the blood of Jesus, was the fact that (laughs) I I had colleagues, I had people that worked for me that Mm -hmm. saw the things that people were doing to me. And even now as a retiree, I still get the calls and the emails from them saying, ma'am, I remember when you went through this and I saw a similar thing. And I remember how your approach was because do not get it confused. Yes, I wanted to cold clock a couple people across their head with the old school three hole punch. Because how dare you say that to me? Because if the tables were turned, and if I was the white supervisor, in, in, I mean, the, the white supervisor, and 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 I said that, you know, reverse the roles, that would have been unacceptable. That would have been an IG everything. 
Um, right. So even using the system of, of, of calling the hotline and all that, that backfired on me as well. Um, because again, you know, you got a, old, a good old boys club and I was always a male dominating billets. Um, right. That shaped me because I wanted other people that whether you are a female, whether you are a woman of color, to realize that, you know what, the rules are going to be different from you. Because for all the degrees that I have, for all the certifications that I have, um, it still wasn't enough. And um, again, you find yourself like, do you want to be the safe Black person? Mm. The person that kind of shook and jive, and I'm not calling them Toms, but they'll hold their head down and not see right. things or try to unsee them or right. what the case may be. Um, but that did truly shape me for the woman that I am because I was able to leave the Department of Defense with my head held up high. I mm. was able to know that I left my mark. Mm -hmm. I may have not been an admiral, may have not made 06, but I still left an oppressive mark on the people that crossed my path. And, and that is that is what I live for. I live for every day waking up. And if I speak to someone to try to give some sense of feeding something positive into them. Like I used mm -hmm. to always tell different people like, queen, you better keep your crown straight, your crown tail. And that was that little thing, the little hope to let you know that, hey, I see you sister. I'm, I know it's hard. Mm -hmm. But you still got control of how you react to that. They can mm -hmm. not give you the accolades deserving to you. They may not recognize you or acknowledge you for the, the person who you are. But the one mm -hmm. thing you can do is control mm -hmm. your reaction. Right, right, right. Well, thank, thank you for sharing those pearls of wisdom. Um, so, you know, listening to you, uh, obviously you have gained a lot of knowledge and and how to deal with those spaces. In your journey, is there anything that you would have changed that may have benefited you more today? Because right now we're doing the, what we call the Monday uh, morning quarterback, you know, going back in time and, 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 and seeing what we can change, you know, based on what we know now. Is there a specific time or a specific incident you said, if I would have did this, differently maybe you know what I would say no because okay. if anything was changed in that ripple of 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 of, of how I am right now I may mm -hmm. not be here mm. you know um it's kind of like um you know we we all have our own fabric mm -hmm. and I want mine to be the finest silk of the richest colors. Okay. And if I, <laughs> if I would have allowed, if anything would have changed, even from the abuse relationships and all, I truly feel that if any of those elements, any ripple would have not allowed me to be where I'm at. Um, I would have never thought that I would be here. Growing up, I used to have dreams. I would never live past the age of 30. I used to, I was so afraid to turn 30. 
don't know where, well, I'll talk to my grandmother. Grandma, what it is? I will interpret my dreams, interpret my dreams. And, um, and for 30, the first 30 years of my life, I was so worried about dying and not living. Mm. Now that God has blessed me to see 50 and mm. the promise is three scores and 10. And for those who know what that means, that score is 20. Three times 20 <laughs> is 60 plus 10 is 70. So okay. we are promised. Okay. The promise is the 70 years. Now how right. we get there is kind of up to us, you know, and, right. and of course God's, you know, his will. But right. um, I want to take the next 20 years of my life and do something just as impactful as I did when I wore the uniform. And it's just, it's really just that simple. Um, no, I'm not looking for the big six figure jobs. I get the offers, but I'm not mm -hmm. actually interested in it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that all money isn't good money. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes mm -hmm. to price with all that. And I'm mm -hmm. actually very content with where I'm at in this season of my life. Because yeah. of yeah. course, when the season changed, some new things are across the horizon. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Well, I want to switch gears from your uh, military life to your personal life. Did you find that um, it was a hard balance between being a parent and um, your military life? Like I asked about the changes you would have made in your military life. Would you have changed some things as a mother while being in the military? And if so, can you share those things? Well, the one thing I would have done differently was not overly compensate for the fact of me being mm -hmm. in the military for my child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have um, to do that. Yeah. Um, the, um, I made it my business to, to select jobs in which that my child is with me mm -hmm. and that she will also have an opportunity to see what the world has in store. Um, my daughter is well-spoken. She's traveled the world. I mean, she, she, I mean she's, she's very eclectic in her special little way. Um, she's not the typical sister, you know, and I love it. I love that about her. Embrace it. Love it. Um, but if I could change one thing, I probably would have married younger mm. because, yeah. huh? I would, have, I would have married younger and, you know, okay. I would have, I would have remarried. I would have remarried. I would have re, I would have gotten remarried. Let's just say that I was married before. Okay. okay. I would have gotten, okay. I would have gotten remarried, but right now, um, I, I am stuck in my ways. There's certain things that I, I like and I desire. Um, mm -hmm. but on the parental piece, um, I wish that I wish that because I know it was hard especially in high school, you know, mm -hmm. things have gotten better now where they allow you to stay in the area so you can finish school. When she was mm -hmm. in high school, she was in four different high schools. She was in Iceland, oh, in wow. California, then yeah. Texas, and then right. Georgia. So um, it was hard for her because the way that the orders were at that time, you know, it was like, you owe us 10 months. Okay. You send me all the way to California for for one, for a year, basically, then I'm done there. Then I go to Tennessee and then she's there, you know? So, um, and I know that was hard for her and 
it wasn't until she became an adult that she realized how hard it was for me juggling it. Because I was that mom where her friends who had both parents in the house would have me take pictures of their kids at school functions because they was at the house drinking. They wouldn't even go. You know, so I made it my business to be there for her, to be proactive and to not feel like she was missing something. But again, in the same breath, in all of that, you know, I still came up a little short. You know, we have a great relationship now. Um, mm-hmm. but those teen years, it was, it was difficult. It was difficult. And being in the military didn't help either. So raising the teenagers with hormones racing, you know, trying to meet the commander's intent, it was a juggling act. It was definitely um, challenging to say the least. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that because it allows our listeners to know that they are not the only ones. Um, And I, I definitely can identify with you trying to um, juggle both. Um, It's hard because there's no blueprint, right? There's no, there's no book that kind of teach us um, how to do. And then to have a military career, um, that's not the typical nine to five, you know, that's that 24 seven, you know, the phone calls in the middle of the night and it's a lot of sacrifice. So one, I'm going to tell you, Queen, I'm so appreciative of you sharing that and letting us know that um, it's okay, you know, because uh, the fact that you said your daughter's good and you, even though you you had to sacrifice a lot, but now you're in a position to enjoy your, your granddaughter. So all the fruits of your labor has um, had has afforded you the opportunity to do this today. So um, sit back and, and enjoy. Um, and I'm sure your daughter is very happy to have you home. Um, so I wanna I wanna ask you a question, you know, kind of getting off the seriousness for a little bit. Um, if there was any um, movie or song, is there what would it be and why? If this is if this is Eve, what no, if this is this is your Eve, what movie or song would it be and why? I think the best movie that encompasses all of my eaves is the color purple. Oh my, okay, Miss Sealy, why? Um, Because you had this woman, the main character, and she, she was just a victim of her circumstances. You know, she was as pure as the driven snow, but yet she could never seem to get a break. And even with all the challenges and heartaches and hurt and pain, she still found a way to still smile. Mm. Always tell people, don't confuse my smile with just being complacent or just, oh, she's just happy. Sometimes my smile is to hide the pain. Because if I Mm -hmm. walked around, if I wore how I felt on my face, nobody would want to be around me. Hell, I might be a Lifetime movie, okay? So- The color purple best truly, I think, defines me because in spite of all that pain and hurt and disappointment, Mm -hmm. you still smile. She rose. You know, it's it's a perfect example of of resiliency and how she persevered through it all. You know, that movie right there Mm -hmm. with the soundtrack, 
That's Andre mm-hmm. Baker right there, baby. Right there. Right there. Just throw some barbecue sauce on it, some cornbread, potato salad. <laughs> That's it right there. The color purple. Yes. You know, you know, as you're talking, I it, and I, I think it's because I actually sat and I listened to pretty much all the hours of the hearing, right? And I was looking at, and I'm pretty sure you did too. She did the same thing, right? Like you were hearing the things that were thrown at this woman. And she just sat there and smiled and with such conviction, like I shall not be moved. That's what I kept thinking to myself. I shall not be moved. And I'm just, I, I, when you were talking about the color purple, I was like, you're right. You know, she smiled through it and no matter what is going on and we probably fussing at people in our heads, we probably, man, we probably um, have hurt people a thousand times in our head. But on our faces, you know, because on our faces, we have to wear the mask. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, be, women yeah because, because we look like they're angry, right? We're gonna look we, like we're we, angry. We have, yeah, yeah. We have to weigh the mask at all time, and the only time that sister was allowed to take that mask off mm-hmm. when Brother Booker told her, "I got your back." Right. And gave her. You remind me of. Gave her, gave her a safe haven to say, yeah, you can take yeah. your mask off without having, to have, without having to do it. And if people right. are paying attention, I mean, truly paying attention, that is what our black community needs. We need more of our right. black men to let us know right. that regardless cover, of our cover degrees, them. right? Cover, regardless of cover all them. our degrees, cover them. That's why she teared up because. Right, because that's why she teared up. Because imagine the armor she had to have walking in the door. I mean, if you look at the pictures that was all around her of who was in the room, to see someone that looks just like me say, Queen, it's go- it's okay. Your ancestors are in this room today. It's okay. It's okay. That, that And that is the thing that we have to understand it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. We're in 2022, people still getting lynched. Yeah, absolutely. And we it, just passed the bill. We just passed the bill. What you. year? We just passed the bill that you cannot lynch. So now it's a hate crime. Now it's a hate crime. Right. And right now. Now it's a hate crime. 2022, right? 2022. And in spite of all that, we still have to wear the mask. And it's not bowing down. The thing is this. Yeah. If she would have so much sighed too loud, right? They would have had. Right. A, it was going to say something because right. they kept asking her the same question to get that thing to make her say, "How right. many to get times I need right. to answer and have right. the same question?" She maintained her tone the whole time. Right. That was right. beautiful and classic. So for me, color purple, purple, hands down. That is the movie that would truly, if someone want to understand who I am and why I may seem like I'm a little rough around the edges, I'm a very loving person. I have a very big heart, but you got to know my journey and not everybody is worthy of the journey. Right. Because it's very precious to me. You know what else I like that you said that you had the opportunity to have your daughter go on your journeys. And I'm sure that you did the same thing that I did with my son. We actually shared those stories. And it's important that we don't hide what America is bringing to our children. 
Uh, and I, I, much like um, Judge Brown Jackson, her daughters are in the room for a reason, for a reason. I need you to know while I have given you a quality of life that is different from mine, don't let all that fool you. Don't let all these nice furniture, this nice neighborhood, this nice car you ride in, these nice schools that you attend, I need you to know as you sit here or watch your mother talk to all the, my her resume is better than probably everyone in that room. Yeah. And yet talk to her as if she just graduated from high school. I need you to know daughters, this is what America looks like. But yet, like you said, I still rise, okay? Um, Girl, you got me, you got me here. Preach, I'm about to preach a sermon. Let me get off this real quick. Um, all right. So all the knowledge that we have gained over the years, you have gained in your travels, your 27 years, everything that that you know um, as a military woman, as a mom, now a glamma, as I say. Um, what would you? If you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self, your younger Eve? It's okay if they don't get you. Mm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay if they don't understand the stock you come from. Mm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Um. When I initially graduated from high school, I attended college to be a fine arts major, and I was trained to be an opera singer, but... Wait, wait stop. Wait, 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 stop. Back up, back up. That, that's a tidbit that you didn't put in your intro, ma'am. No, you were I did not. You were training to be a what? I was actually trained to be an opera singer, but oh, what killed goodness. all that, what killed all that, which what we tend to do a lot in our Black community is when you don't have the support of your family, because the the thing is you know you want to do what no you mm -hmm. want to go get a job at the at the, at the sugar refinery you want to get a, a job at the paper mill you want to work at a chicken plant it's all about the mentality of where we are where we don't know what to see beyond our understanding mm -hmm. so with that being said don't allow anyone to kill your dreams if you feel a burning desire to do something mm -hmm. don't allow no one to get in your head, if it's within the limits of the law. Put that mm -hmm. out there, do a disclaimer. But <laughs> right, right, right. you are desiring to write a book, if you're mm -hmm. desiring to want to be an astronaut, if you're if you're if you desire to want to do a triathlon, that, 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 I'm, I'm giving the, the wide spectrums. Don't allow anyone to take or steal that from you. Because what wound up happening, you get older, you tend to have not so much regrets, but sometimes could have wondered if it would have been different. Yeah, should have, would have, could have. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I was an opera singer, mm. successful at it, I wouldn't be here today sitting here talking to you. Mm -hmm. If I was a successful opera singer, I would have not traveled to some of the exotic places in the world. I'm talking no, about I don't know. You may have. You may have. I can, I can, look, I can hear, I can hear the tone right now. As you speaking, I can see you, I can hear you singing. I, I promise you when I say, 
you truly, 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 truly don't know what's out there unless you, you got to step out on faith. Yeah, I joined the military at the age of 21 with a child, escaping an abusive relationship. Mm. I was only supposed to do four years mm, and then turned to 27 because I enjoyed what I did and I liked what I did. And it was a great, it was something I needed. I needed, mm. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it saved my life. Mm-hmm. But going. But now here I am. Mm-hmm. My younger self, don't let nobody steal your dreams. Don't let nobody tell you your group. Growing up, oh, they made so much fun of me. You got chicken legs, you got you got soup cooler lips, your forehead big. You know, you, you walk fun. It, it was always something. And, and, it, and it, even as, as a young woman, I even had some men like, oh, you be cute. You was a red bone. I'm like, what? Excuse me? Or you be cute. Your butt was bigger. I mean, some of the ignorant, yeah. I ain't going to say ignorant, ignorant. That was ignorant. Right. Ignorant stuff that I've had right. some men say to me. And then now fast forward to a woman in her 50s, a half a century. And now you tell me I need to compete with the, the, the Brazilian butt lift crew. I'm sorry. I'll take a pass. So for me right now in this season, I am embracing my single season. I love it. I'm single by choice. I enjoy it. I need this to purify myself, my mind, my heart, my soul to do the things that's beyond a lot of people understanding. And it's okay because at the end of the day, you can't take everybody with you. I tell people all the time when I'm traveling. Just because you want to go to Europe, you trying to take your sister with you and you know she don't know how to act. You can't take everybody with you. Right, right. You might want to take her to the Soul Fest. uh, Right, right, right. Focus, but you don't want to take her across no international waters. And it's so nice. And I even have friends like that. Why y'all may not come back? (laughs) So, so, So I would tell my younger self simply that. Basically, um, allow no one to, mm-hmm. to deter you from the things that's the desires of your heart, especially when you feel it and you know it, because you, you have confirmation with that. And mm-hmm. when you do it, understand that not everybody gonna be your friend, not everybody gonna right. like you, you're gonna have people that's gonna right. friend you. And right. you know, that, that that's all I got. That made that's basically right. what I was telling my younger self. Yeah. I know it's right. a lot, but no, no. As you were talking, I was thinking about a, a meme that I posted on one of my social media where um, the meme said that uh, uh, God gave you a calling. And if he wanted to tell everyone, he would have made it a conference call. So you're right. You know, your vision, the things that you want to to uh, do, tra- whether it's traveling, whether you want to be a CEO or a Supreme Court judge, everybody's not going to know, you know, why you're doing the things you're doing. And it's not supposed to be for them. It's supposed to be for you. And um, I, I concur with, with that. I probably would tell my, my younger self that as well, that, uh, you know, give, give yourself some grace. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much. Um, you know, th- these last couple of years have been hard on us. How did you navigate? I mean, you, you, when you retired, it was during the pandemic, um, I'm sure you had plans of what you were going to do and how you were going to do it. And, and just like all of us, those plans changed and we were sitting at home. Um, how have you navigated through this pandemic knowing 
um, now the uncertainties and, and what tomorrow may bring now. Okay. I embrace the pandemic. Okay. Okay. Before I get any rotten produce thrown at me, let me explain myself. <laughs> um, the pandemic helped me with my transition out of the military. See, I was a workaholic. I was a person that kept going to work, going to work, going to work, didn't know how to drop my pack. If it had not happened, I think my transition would have been far more difficult for me emotionally and physically. Mm -hmm. Now, what I did, I'm the type of person where I'm always trying to be considerate of the gifts I give. I try to be, I love doing unique things and fun things and thinking outside the box. And it was me and a group of ladies. We were painting. We were just ordering paints, uh, kits off at Epsi because you couldn't, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't go to your, your paint, uh, different little places, uh, sipping paint. So we did it right, right, virtually right. through Zoom. Um, right. I did that. Um, I learned how to do my nails, um, instead of trying to pay so much money, um, uh, Pinterest was my very best friend. I love Pinterest. I, <laughs> I right. do. I, I'm bad about not answering stuff on Instagram and Facebook. I'm bad about social media, but Pinterest and YouTube, I love it. Um, I figure out how to do my hair. Um, and I think it made me tap into how much about myself I did not know. Mm. Believe it or not. We do our jobs, we are mothers, some of us are spouses, you know, um, and we got the less behind our names, we on our grind, but do we know who we are? Do mm -hmm. we know who we are? Um, mm -hmm. And I think I need to know what was about me outside the uniform. I need to know what was outside of me, uh, what, was, what was more tangible per se, on who, who are you? Who are you, Andrea? Who are you? I had to get reacquainted with myself to know myself mm. because mm. I didn't have the first sergeant to say, hey, why these guys are late? Da, 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 da. <laughs> right, right. You know, I didn't have to sit with the, with, with the commander and say, sir, we missing da, 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 da. No, it was none of that. It was simply me in my house alone. Mm. I was so alone because I was there with no family and I felt like everybody forgot about me and it was painful. I didn't want to go anywhere and I didn't go anywhere. I gained weight, still got to wait on me. I felt like a recluse. And the only time I felt like I just let my hair down is when I got on a plane and went somewhere. When people were not traveling, I was traveling. I was just being very cautious. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I went everywhere. I went to Jamaica, went to Canada. I went everywhere. Okay. Spain. I went to Amsterdam. I Rome. I was going everywhere doing a little bit of everything. And once I did that, I realized that Andrea, the woman, is far more complex than some people will ever understand. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I started out at the very beginning saying how I am very unapologetic um, about who I am, 
what I am and the things that I do. Because at the end of the day, there is no heaven or hell that anyone can put me in or take me out. Mm-hmm. It's all about what I'm gonna do. So the pandemic was very challenging. It was scary, but it was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, I was right there in Texas. And when that storm hit and when people were saying, I didn't know we was on a different grid. I was like, time to get the hell up out of Texas. <laughs> as long as it took me to find me a company to pack my stuff up. Right. Um, and any listeners that's under the age for cursing, a damn is what beavers did build, but I was using it differently. So no offense. <laughs> um, but for me, I did. I, I said, I need to come back here. I came to Florida. I, I had a house already here in Florida. My daughter had just had my, you know, my granddaughter. And I was like, okay, let me see how it is. And now that I've been here in Florida, I got the itch. I'm ready to leave. Mm. So mm. Well, that's the beauty of retirement. You can do things like that. Right. And, and that's, and that's what I do. So for me, the pandemic actually helped me, though we lost life, and I don't want to kind of marginalize it from any, but it actually helped me um, mm-hmm. from my transition that I needed. And it forced me to be in a place of quietness mm-hmm. and stillness that I have never done ever. Mm-hmm. Cause I've always been on the go doing something, take care of something. I was forced to sit in my house and look at the four walls. Mm-hmm. As I went to the store every day, looking for some meat for three weeks, because everybody was buying up all the meat. And the toilet paper. And the toilet paper. <laughs> okay. and for whatever reason. Right. So, so yeah. So I will say for me, that is, yes. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Well, my friend, Andrea, you shared so much of yourself today and I really appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners appreciate you sharing your Eve story with us. And before I close this interview, uh, I want to ask you one more question. As I continue my Eve's journey, as well as the listeners, is there any wisdom that you would like to impart on us as we leave this interview? This is so old school right here. And I think if everyone took the time to do this daily, um, we can make this nation just a little bit better. Kindness costs nothing. Kindness, a simple smile. If you go through a driver through, thank those workers. Why? Because a lot of people don't want that job. They're not doing that job. Thank them. When you go to any healthcare facility, thank them. Anyone that's providing you a service, that means handling your food, your finances, and your health. Be kind. Just be kind. A smile will go a long way because you never know. It could be that smile or that word of encouragement that you give to that person that can change their lives. That's all I got for you, Nicole. That's all I got well, for thank, Well, thank you, Andrea. I really appreciate it. I'm so happy that you are my fellow moderator as we go down this Eve's journey. Um, to my listeners out there, thank you for tuning in today. And I wish you well. And please tune in for future episodes. Thank you again. <laughs>